This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary roughness. Unnecessary roughness. I think this, that somewhere within the first five to ten plays of the game, the other team's quarterback must go down. And he must go down hard. It's unnecessary roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Big hole. First down. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown Raiders. This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. And here we are kicking off hour number two of the show. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Coming up at 3.30, we have Z, the spiritual sniper. Going to hit you with a Raiders anthem that I was introduced to the last night. And uh, that's going to be a fun one. That'll be a fun conversation. Again, that's coming up at 3.30. But right now on the phone lines is our guy, a good friend, Mick Akers from the Las Vegas Review-Journal. Does a fantastic job covering everything that goes on around town. And uh, Mick, thank you so much for your time. Wanted to have you on for multiple reasons, including talking about Allegiant Stadium and the 500,000-plus fans that have gone through those doors uh, so far this year and uh, through at least the, the, the 2021 year. Uh, how much has that exceeded the expectations of what Allegiant Stadium was and what they thought of Allegiant Stadium when that was built? Yeah, so, um, you know, they came back with some of the first data, um, you know, from the third quarter of last year. So that's going to be July through September the, when the first – you know, large events of fans are in there. So it mentioned 510,000 people. Uh, they initially, you know, thought each each year at the stadium they have about 1.9 million attendees, you know, attend events throughout the year. That's Raiders games, UNLV football, concerts, private events, you know, those one-off sporting events and such. So, they, you know, they look at this 510,000, you know, and they said quarter three is generally going to be the slowest quarter uh, just with, you know, less Raiders games and, you know, the, with the weather in Vegas and all that, some of those events, you know, don't take place. Uh, so if they look at that way, hey, 500 plus thousand times it by four, you know, that's over two million. So they're already surpassing some of those initial estimates they had, uh, we know, when the stadium is coming about. So for the local community and the, the economic part of things, I mean, that's that sounds like to me that it's, like I said, uh, well over the expectations and has been a big economic boost for a community that really needed a big bounce back after the pandemic. And, well, we're still dealing with the pandemic. Yeah, you know, obviously these things are some of the largest events, you know, that ever been seen here in, in Vegas outside of some, you know, NASCAR races up there. Um, but, yeah, you know, just drawing this amount of people here, you know, a lot of these Raiders games, you've seen, you know, 30 to 40 percent of opposing fans there. So obviously people are traveling. You also get the traveling fans of the Raiders, you know, especially in California. Uh, and then they mentioned, you know, some of these other one-off events like the CONCACAF uh, soccer match, uh, they mentioned that was 84% of people from out of town. So mm. that's a huge number there, obviously. Uh, and then they mentioned Summer Slam that, you know, took place this summer. That was about 70% of people that were out of town. So, you know, you'll see a lot more, you know, residents at the Raiders and UNLV games, but some of these one-off events, you know, it's, it's another reason for people to come here to Las Vegas and have a weekend, you know, and, you know, come to the stadium. So what is that doing as far as the, the, the room tax that is being, you know, basically paying for, for Allegiant Stadium? I mean, that's a, all those people that you mentioned, especially for the, like, the soccer, 85% of people coming in from out of town. Uh, that's a lot of hotel rooms, Mick. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm assuming that there's a lot of money being generated with that room tax. Yeah, you know, they, they haven't came up with the exact number and, you know, tying it, hey, there's people that went to the event and who stayed on the Strip or in a hotel room in, in Clark County. But, you know, obviously with the pandemic, you know, going up and down, and we're seeing the return of visitors, uh, you know, so they've had the third highest month ever since they started collecting the, the room tax uh, in October. 
So, you know, things are looking up on that end. They didn't have to draw from the reserve account to make the bond payment in December. So that was the first time in the past two bond payments that they didn't have to dip into that reserve, which is obviously a good sign. People are kind of getting worried. Hey, this thing's going to dry up and they're going to have to start pulling from taxpayer money. You know, so, you know, it's kind of squashing those, uh, you know, worries of some of those people and the naysayers that, you know, have always kind of doubted this thing, especially, you know, with the amount of events and people coming through. So, you know, those initial estimates, a lot of people are like, hey, you know, those are kind of, you know, fluffy. And a lot of people were doubting those. But, you know, seeing this first, you know, real results coming through it, you know, showing that, hey, those weren't just some, you know, numbers they made up. They We went in and did some research and now it's panning out. Talking right now with Mick Akers from the Las Vegas Review Journal here on NSA Roughness Radio Nation Radio 920. And me and you both were at the event at Allegiant Stadium when it was announced that the Super Bowl was coming uh, 2024. Obviously, the countdown is all over town. They're already starting to prepare. And it's going to cost a lot of money to put on the Super Bowl, but it's also going to make a ton of money in return. How big is that going to be? And, and, and how exciting is it that there's going to be major, massive events like similar to the Super Bowl that are going to continue to come here because of Allegiant Stadium? Yeah, obviously that's you know that's the one that everyone wants is the Super Bowl. You know the largest event you're going to have in, in the U.S. So uh, you know it takes about sixty or so million to have you know the host committee have to pay that you know to fund everything tied to bringing it here. Um, they're looking about forty million dollars coming out of the LVCBA, uh, the tourism agency out here in Las Vegas. Uh, so obviously you know that's a lot of money, but then you're hey we're going to generate around five hundred million dollars from the Super Bowl. Uh, so, you know, you kind of look at what it costs to bring it here and what you're probably going to make. Uh, you know, it's no, you know, no doubt that, you know, you're, you're going to try to get this as much as possible. Obviously, this will be the first one we get. We're getting the draft. We're getting the Pro Bowl coming up here this year. Uh, so that's going to be kind of, you know, a springboard, I think, to some of these larger events being a regular occurrence here in Las Vegas, uh, especially the Super Bowl. Yeah, no doubt. And we saw that the other day it just was announced that uh, the National Championship game is going to be played in 2025. And you know what I mean? So there's, they're, they're planning this thing out, Mick. They really are. I mean, Allegiant Stadium is a, is a destination for all kinds of events and obviously a city that is very uh, much a destination location. How about this shop that's on the, on, the, on the Strip? There's been a lot of conversation around it. It's going into Caesars Palace. It opens up. It's supposed to open up on the 15th. This big, massive NFL shop. Uh, what are your expectations? for that how much do you think how much do you think that place is going to generate yeah you know that's kind of catering to all nfl fans they said they're going to have you know merchandise from all nfl teams they're going to have special guest appearances uh warren moon's going to be there this weekend when they officially open it up which you know occurs during the raiders playoff game so i'm not sure how much raider nation is going to be out there obviously right. but you know he'll draw some people out there but i think it'll be a you know destination spot obviously it's the first of its kind with the nfl so it's going to also be a test thing i think you know if it kind of shows hey we're doing well in las vegas they'll look at other areas that have a, a large tourist uh destination aspect to it and maybe add some more there but you know it's gonna be a pretty cool thing with you know, just to have in the nfl um you know, community here in Las Vegas. And I think, you know, with some of these major events coming up, they're going to tie in some, you know, guest appearances and such and some um, one-off merchandise that you can only get there. So, you know, it's going to be a pretty cool addition to the city, I think. Yeah, no doubt. I'm excited to see it and check it out. Uh, like you said, uh, the, during the Raider game is when Warren Moon's going to be there. I won't be there. <laughs> Sorry, Warren. I uh, respect <laughs> you, but I uh, got to make sure I'm paying attention to what's going on with the silver and black. Just got a couple more questions for you, Mick. Uh, as far as uh, Henry Ruggs goes, I, I know that his people were in court today, and apparently the, the judge said that uh, the prosecutors can see his girlfriend's medical records. Uh, what, was the, what was the explanation behind that? What was the, what's the latest and the greatest when it comes to that? 
Yeah, so initially it looked like that, you know, they weren't going to allow that. And then now the judge came back and said, hey, no, I think it's important to, you know, have that included in this case here. Uh, so now, you know, Ruggs' uh, defense team is going to go and try to argue that, hey, we, you know, again, we don't want it to be involved in this case because, you know, if it does, if they are allowed to look at these records and it shows that his girlfriend had some substantial bodily harm, it could lead to more felony charges. So, you know, obviously they don't want that. So it's going to be a little back and forth to get that, you know, maybe out of there. But it's like with, you know, with the case and all that, um, the seriousness and, you know, the attention it's getting, I think that it's eventually going to be allowed in in this case, you know, not to, you know, predict anything, but right, it just right. seems like the way it's moving, um, that it's, it's probably going to be involved with it. Um, so it's just going to be another, you know, couple of charges thrown in there that they're going to have to, you know, try to mitigate. So it's just going to add a little bit more to the defense team's work there. And again, it's not because there's going to be any kind of charges against her. It's just to see and show what kind of bodily harm or kind of injury she sustained, right? Yeah, nothing on her. She's not facing anything. Obviously, she's the passenger. Right. And nothing, you know, I've fought on her. It's just looking to see if there's another person that, you know, that, you know, rugs allegedly injured, you know, has a result of this crash. Right, absolutely. And Mick, before I let you go, I just saw this note that you tweeted out a little while ago about UNLV looking to boost the student attendance at basketball games, offering a unique incentive. Any student that goes to the final six men's home games and the March 2 women's games can earn free custom pair of Nike shoes. Explain that one to me. Yes, I don't know if you've been a running Rebels game this season, but, you know, the 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 ten, their turnout's been pretty low. Um, I go pretty regularly. I got season tickets. Uh, I, I I show up myself. I'm a diehard. But yeah, I've seen some of the you know worst crowds that I've seen since I've been going for you know years and years and years. And the student section's been you know pretty weak. So they're looking to boost this up. So any any student that goes to these games, they have to show up, show their student ID, scan it. They have to stay an entire game for all these games. And then afterwards, they get a punch card, and they'll get a punch. So if they go to all six of the men in that one women's game, they're going to get this special custom Nike shoe. Um, obviously, you know, with the, the shoe culture, it's been popping off here, you know, the last several years that, you know, these young students are going to be like, hey, I'll take, a, you know, a custom one-off Nike. So, you know, right. we're going to see how this works out. And I think you know, going forward, obviously, success is going to bring more fans too. But, you know, these types of things can help, especially with the student population. Can a can a student be forty five <laughs> and not be in attendance hey, in school? <laughs> I, you know, when I was in school, I, I saw you know much older students. So you know, as long as you have that student ID, you know, you, you can get in there. <laughs> well, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, me, me and Demond look similar, I guess. I mean, we you know, I, I do still have my student ID. There you go. We can we can make that work. Speaking of Demond, he had a question for you, real quick, Mick. All right, Mick. Speaking sure. of the the rebels trying to give incentives to get students to the games, welcome back to the Mac. Powered by Taco Bell. San Jose State, all right, January 22nd, noon tip-off, going to be a little student tailgate, and they're giving away free Taco Bell. I need you to track down. Can you, you find love you out Taco Bell. how much Taco Bell are they giving away? Because one free soft taco won't do it. <laughs> right. No, you know, I'm sure they'll have enough, but, it's you know, just I'll be there, maybe check it out. But, you know, uh, I'm sure they'll have more than enough. They've had a few events before games. Uh, this season as well, uh, not really tied to the students. It's more for everybody. And there was a pretty light turnout to those. So, you know, hopefully these ones are a little bit more uh, populated, I'd say, you know, with the student aspect in there. Right. Absolutely. Good stuff. I might be there, man. Free Taco I, Bell. I, I know. You, <laughs> hey, you, you love you some Taco Bell. Don't 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 act like he don't. He's always talking about Taco Bell, Mick. Have He's you tried always... the wings, Mick? <laughs> uh, no, I haven't done that yet. <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll get into that conversation later. Mick's like, man, I don't even know how I, I went from talking about Allegiant Stadium to talking about UNLV. Now we're talking about Taco Bell. That's what. That's the kind of greatness you get here on Unnecessary Roughness, Mick. So uh, hey, we just never know where we're going to shoot from. But, uh, hey, what you got coming out on Review Journal that uh, everyone should be on the lookout for? I know you got everything covered here in town. Yeah, just uh, continuing, you know, keep an eye on that ticket market for the game this weekend. Um, should get some numbers about, you know, how many fans from Nevada and California are heading out there. So get a little idea of how much of Raider Nation is going to be out there. Uh, see some chatter online, so it seems like a pretty good amount is going to be out there. Uh, a couple things in the transportation front and, um, you know, have my eyes on the A stuff, of course. Uh, nothing new to report okay. at this point, but... I think maybe next week there'll be a little news coming out of there. There you go. Well, we'll definitely be checking in with you to see what you got going on, and we want to get up to date on everything going on with the A's as well. So, uh, Mick, keep doing the great job that you're doing. It's always great to catch up with you whenever I see you around town, and I appreciate you giving us a few times on the show today. Yeah, anytime. All right, there he goes. Mick Akers from the Las Vegas Review-Journal. He is the man around town. I'm telling you, I don't care if I'm at the airport, if I'm at Allegiant Stadium, where I'm at. Uh, I, I always run into Mick. You know, it's uh, he, he's all around town. He does a great job. You can find him on Twitter at Mick Acres. And you do, man. You love you some Taco Bell. You were tweeting about Taco Bell the other night. People always hit me up like, man, Demond's at Taco Bell again. Always. You know what? My cousin tried to pin me down on this too. It's all an act. I don't even be eating Taco Bell like that. No, you you it's don't an, go to the drive-through and take a picture of it. This dude literally yeah, went to the drive-through, took a picture of it, and tweeted it out. That's how committed I am to the bit. No, <laughs> nobody's committed to a bit like that. Not, not, I mean, that's your free time. My body is a temple. Your body has... I would put Taco Bell in it. Come well, on, what's guys. funny is... It's a bit. No, the thing about it is, if you were to go to Taco Bell and get some tacos, that's fine. It's called Taco Bell. This dude tweets out a picture of Taco Bell with no... And upset because they don't have wings. It's not called Wingstop. It's called Taco Bell. Like, they don't have... I mean, wings is not the first thing I think of if I go to Taco Bell. Hey, what are you going to want to get? I don't know. Let's get some wings. In this hypothetical situation... Did I have a little bit of a dispute with the manager on duty? I don't know. Yes, I did. I don't know. I'm telling you. I'm, I mean, if I'm the manager, I'm like, what the hell are you coming here for wings for anyway? It's Taco Bell. When you, pay you know what we specialize in? Tacos. I don't get it. Have I, you tried them? You haven't tried no. them. No. You, you know I what? haven't ate Taco Bell since I was like 12. I mean... We can, cha- we can change that right now. No, we can't. No, no. No, no. If I'm going to eat some tacos, it's going to be at the house oh, or it's going to be at the taco truck. A cheesy gordita crunch will change your life right about now. Man, ain't no cheesy, no gordita, no crunch going to change anything oh, about me. With I'm the not... Dorito shell with the Doritos Locos taco yeah. shell. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm glad that Taco Bell is not one of our sponsors because I'll tell you right now, I wouldn't even think about putting that in my body. And I've put some foul stuff in my body. <laughs> that doesn't even sound good. So you too good for Taco Bell. This yes, guy. three. 17 is the time. We'll come back. Take your calls and text. This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Give me your best. What's up, Raider Nation? This is uh, Hall of Famer Tim Brown. You're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920. What's up, Raider Nation? This is Hall of Famer Tim Brown, and you listen to Raider Nation 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. Coming up at 3.30. Got Z, Spiritual Sniper. Got his Raider Anthem. I can't decide. I haven't decided yet if we should play it before we get him on or after or during. I'll have to make that decision at some point. Did get a couple quick text messages on the Salmon Ash text line at 69187, keyword R&R. Mon does some silly stuff, and all of a sudden he gets reaction from everyone. 
Raider 8 Joe 1. You calling me a clown? I didn't call you a clown. <laughs> what, what are you trying to say there, Texas? <laughs> I did not say that. No, I'm talking about this guy texting him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he says, really, Damon? You had a dispute with the manager at Taco Bell for not having wings? <laughs> Bruh. Come on, man. I, I agree. I agree 100%. I really do. <laughs> Y'all don't know the full story. You know, it doesn't, like, I don't need the full story. How rudely I was disrespected. I don't. Well, because you were going to the wrong place for the wrong expectations. I just, I, I, I don't understand that at all. I really don't. Like, if I'm going to get wings, the last thing I'm thinking about is Taco Bell. Put yourself in my size nines. I don't even think you have a size nine. <laughs> and if I was in your size nine, I wouldn't have gone to Taco Bell to get wings. I probably would have gone, I don't know, right, Wingstop. Me and Q, we're going to Taco Bell after the show. We're not. I'll live stream it all. <laughs> I haven't gone to Taco Bell since I was a child. I don't go to Taco Bell. There's a second time for everything. I, I, you know what? Back in the day, I worked at Taco Bell. Oh, that see, that's that's where all this no this hates coming. I'm from. not hating. I just realized what it's about. It's about that college lifestyle. You got about three dollars in your pocket. You're hungry. Go to Taco Bell. I was trying to sell them on a five buck box. You know, man. What you, do I want that for? Okay. <laughs> so you used to work there, right? Yes. And I bet you. I would, used to break the churros on purpose because you can't sell them when they're broken. So that's how we would eat them. Exactly. Taco Bell held you down. No, it didn't. And this is how you gonna treat? Gave them? me a job. <laughs> held put, you down. Put, put a little money. Of, in yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it wasn't very much money. It was four twenty-five an hour. <laughs> <laughs> you youngsters don't know nothing about four twenty-five. Y'all try to go on strike and be like, well, we we gotta make fifteen dollars. <laughs> put some churros on the fryer. I like Taco Bell. I just don't go, and I sure don't go for wings. If I'm going to go for anything, it may be a taco or I don't know a burrito. It's like me going and talking about being like, "Hey, I want a I want a Big Mac or a hamburger." I'm not going to do that. Well, then they would say, you know, that, that we're not McDonald's. Duh. But I'm sure they could put a burger. See, I'm sure they could put a burger together. What about the Mexican pizza? I never another, ate one of those. Another delicious item. Never ate one of those ever. And I used to make them, and I never ate them. Got a text from Raider J from Sacramento. Wings at Taco Bell. WTF? I'm just saying. Just saying. One more text. How about this one from Mike from the OC? Love the show. I think we can and will win this game. This is an amazing team. Something special. I do have a question, though. I'm headed to Vegas next weekend for a daughter's cheer competition. Where besides the stadium can my son and I find Raiders merchandise to bring back home to Cali? That's from Mike from the OC. And honestly, Mike, anywhere. (laughs) I mean, anywhere. There is Raider merchandise all over town. Uh, There's Raider image stores all over town. Uh, you can go to the mall. There's um, there's plenty of. I mean, you can go you can go to the grocery store. You can go to Smith's and you'll find some Raider gear. I mean, you really uh, there's it's everywhere. Hell, if you're living like Demond, you could probably go to Taco Bell and ask for something. Yo, don't don't tempt me. <laughs> yeah, I might have to switch sides and get on the sales staff. Who knows what I could cook up? Unbelievable, unbelievable. Let's go out to H in Albuquerque. You're on unnecessary roughness. Welcome to the show, my man. Hey, how you doing? Oh, bless. How you doing? I'm well, thank you. So, DC's my guy. Okay. Having And I I love to see him throw for 300 yards and a couple of scores. But having said that, we didn't win four straight because of our offensive performance. Agreed. So, assuming our defense continues to trend the way it has, like even on some of the losses, they still showed up. Since Washington, the mm-hmm. defense balled. So with the weather, given the weather conditions, I'll I'll submit to you a slightly modified answer and say that if we turn in about 350 yards of total offense, we'll be it'll be very competitive. Okay. If we hit the 400 mark, likely we win the game. So if we get like 180, 200 yards of rushing, 
then we don't need more than 200 yards of passing. And ideally, that's the way it'll go down. Right. So, you know, Derek doesn't, you know, he's been showing up and making plays at the end of the game when he needs to. He mm-hmm. hasn't been really sharp. Agreed. But, but yeah, like if we get, if we just get that total yardage, I think uh, we'll be in that game. And I agree with you. I think it's a well-balanced matchup and it's going to be, it's going to be a good competitive football. There it is. I like it. I like it. And I'll tell you this, man, uh, if you get 200 yards rushing, I I think that the Raiders win the game, no doubt about it. Uh, That's a lot of yards on the ground. I think that, you know, anywhere, and this is kind of my expectation for the ground game, anywhere between like an 80 and 100 yards running rushing performance, you know, if if you throw Mariota, the Mariota package out there, and he gets, you know, 10 to 20, 25 yards, you get around 120, 130 yards total on the ground. I think you have a great shot of winning the game. If you get 200 yards, I'm just about talking about, uh, another playoff game next week. You know what I mean? I mean, 200 yards on the ground, that means that you've, you've, you've dominated the time of possession. And as long as, and I guess this is the, the little caveat to it, you could dominate the time of possession, but you also got to cash in on the red zone. Too many times last week against the charge. I mean, look, that game is as entertaining as it was and as big of a relief as it was after the game was over and the Raiders won. I mean, it never had to be that close. Never had to be that close. I mentioned the other day that, you know, the Raiders left a lot of meat on the bone. They did. They, and they'll be the first to tell you that. They were up 15 points at one point, and I felt like they were about to go down the, the field and score and really put the, put the game over, put it out. But it just didn't happen. Too many field goals, not enough touchdowns. Let's uh, go out to the phone line one more time. Let's talk to our guy right here in town, Raider Reggie. What's on your mind, my man? What's going on, family? Hey, man. You was talking about the guy that asked about the uh, Raider gear. I'm like, you definitely just need to get to town. Don't don't worry about where you're going to get it from. Get to town. You you can walk in Walmart, bro, and get you some Raider gear. Right. But, man, uh, I said this last week, and I'll just repeat it because I think it's the same formula. 3-2-3. Three, three. The defense is going to be the reason. So I say three sacks, two turnovers, and and if you could give me uh, three touchdowns from our offense, I know we should be able to win this game. We left bought meat on almost every bone we had. Every time <laughs> we lost, every time we lost, it was because we was doing the minus four, like they say. Yeah. You get no real goal and not a touchdown. So I ain't expecting them to go out here and be gangbusters and, and murder nobody. But I know we could hang. I know – if we go toe-to-toe with them, we should be able to survive that and win it, just like we just did against the Chargers. And I do expect some mixing up on our offense as far as the run game and the receiving core because they all look like they dialed in. The only one I thought was missing out was Jackson. And if we could just do something intentionally with Jackson, I think we could open it up and, and be just as uh impactful on offense as we are defense complimentary football raider nation till i die my boy q and my boy demond i don't care what you said about tennessee you a raider fan bro <laughs> so let me that right now <laughs> we got this there he goes raider reggie appreciate the call my man good stuff and, and i'll say man the defense is gonna have to play a major role i do think that like i said the run game is gonna have to play a role uh would love to see uh, a couple turnovers created. That would be uh, huge. You know, Casey Hayward came up with an interception on Sunday. That was big. 
like to see a couple turnovers. Uh, that would be really, really helpful in the, uh, in the Raiders' opportunity to try to beat the Bengals in Cincinnati on Saturday. Now, coming up in just a couple seconds, we're going to have Z, the spiritual sniper. He put out a Raider anthem. So many people, Raider Nation, you tweeted it at me. You sent it to me, texted it to me. Q, you need to play the song. Well, I'm going to do that. I listened to it. I got my music director roll on. I went back to my hip-hop days, and I, I said, you know what? I'm feeling this song, so let's go ahead and hit it right now. Uh, my man Z, here we go, right here. Yeah. See, this is called a ramp-up, Damon. This is what we do in the business. It's like a 10-second yeah, yeah. ramp, ramp up. So here's the Raider uh, Anthem, Z, here on Raider Nation Radio, 920. Check it out. Started off in Oakland, now we here. Now Thought that we was done, we just hit another gear, look. Started off in Oakland, now we here. Now we here. Hey, pull up with the nation in the silver black gear, look. 4K straight, we in the playoff. Shout out to the Chargers fans, y'all enjoy the layoff. I'm Eric in the clutch, just shrugging all the hate off. Shouldn't have let us in, Raider Nation about to take off. Crosby reeking half, tackles out the mad. God saved my life, you know I had to bring my dad in. Carlson a savage, ice cold bandit. Raiders don't ask for respect, we demand it. Feel like Bo Jackson, uh, running with a passion uh, If it goes to Renfro, then we about to cash it uh, Better take your L like a man when we hand it yeah. Look, nobody but God could have planned this We standing, started off in Oakland, now we here, now we here. Hey, Thought that we was done, we just hit a killer Started off in Oakland, now we here, now we here. Pull up with the nation in the silver black gear. Look, next team up Cincinnati. Feel like C Wood, ain't nobody getting past me. Ain't a team tougher in the league if you ask me. We coming for the title, all you haters take a backseat. Jacob's getting flashy, Mad Max nasty. Can't forget Yannick, you don't wanna see the tag team. We can turn your playoff hopes into a badger. Raider Nation ain't a fan base, we a family. Started off a center, now safe. Hey, only been forgiven by the price. That was pay. Yeah. My father always there when I, stray. when I stray. I'm a Christian on a mission from Las Vegas to the Bay. Cause I started off in Oakland, now we here. Hey, uh. thought that we was done, we just hit another gear. Yeah. Started off in Oakland, now we here. Hey, uh. pull up with the nation in the silver black gear. Yeah. There's been a lot of heartache. A lot and that's how it goes down. That's that Raider anthem right there. Z, the spiritual sniper on Twitter at 408Z. And now on our phone lines. And uh, Z, thank you so much. Uh, as you heard, we just debuted your song on Raider Nation Radio 920. One, let me ask you, man, thank you for your time. But what does it feel like when you're sitting there on hold and you're listening to your song play on the radio? Man, it's crazy. I just feel honored. I feel blessed that this kid from Eastside San Jose would, would be here right now just lifting up Jesus through music and the Raider Nation. Let's go. Right, no doubt about it. And I'll tell you right now, man, I don't know if you're aware of this, but so many people tweeted that song to us last night. They sent it to me direct message. They're sending me text messages telling me, man, you got to get this song on. You got to give this guy a chance, man. He's awesome. What does it mean to have so many people back you up and support you? Man, you know the Raider Nation, they always show love. Um, it just feels good that we did something that wasn't corny, wasn't cheesy. You know, you see a lot of songs for different teams in the NFL, but I wanted to do something that was actually dope. And so to see people actually respond the right way is dope. Right. No, it really was. And, and I, I put on my music director hat last night when I was listening to it. I ran it back a couple times, and I said, yeah, this is, this is legit, man. We're going to play this on the show today. So as far as being a Raider fan, how long have you been rocking with the Silver and Black? My whole life, I mean, I was raised, there was no choice, you know. A lot of you that are listening, if you're a Raider fan, you didn't have no choice if your family, if it was generational, so all my life. Nice, nice. Was it your, your pops? Was it the whole family? Who got you involved? 
yeah, my whole family, my uncle Ben is one of the major influences. And then I always just love sports. And so um, those two combination with the family and just loving sports. So, you know, another thing about the song that really got to me is, uh, you know, you, you call yourself the spiritual sniper. And obviously there is a, a good look, Christian uh, theme going on in the song as well. And for the season that the Raiders have had, everything, the ups and downs, I felt like it was really appropriate. How, how much has this season meant to you just as a, as a fan of the team itself? Oh, it's been crazy, you know, like it's just been crazy to see the mental toughness. In the song, I say uh, nobody but God could have planned this, and you guys know about Derek Carr's faith in Jesus, and so I really believe in order to have the mental toughness for him too and, and a lot of the guys on the team to, to make it this far, I believe that it has a lot to do with just staying in that right headspace with the Lord, and so I, I'm just glad to see that we, we made this push. We didn't fold again in the second half of the season, and we're making a push. Yeah, absolutely, and you know, I really respect, you know, what you're saying and, and what you're talking about because, again, it's not easy for people to be in the right mental space all the time, and it sounds like you've been, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like this has just been something that has been taught in you your whole life because it feels like that, that you're in a great mental space. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I was raised um, I was raised in church. I was raised with my family, teaching me the Word. That's what's really transformed my life these past few years, is the Word of God has transformed my life. Went from um, living in San Jose, California, just being lost, didn't know what my purpose was, lost and bound in drugs and different things like that. And then um, God really changing my life through His Word, through the Bible. That's awesome. It, it really is, you know, and it, it kind of ties in with the team as well. We we know the story of Darren Waller. We know the story of Max Crosby. How much uh, inspiration does that give you when you hear those stories, knowing where you, what you've been through and what you've gone through in your life as well? Man, it just shows me that God's still doing it, that God's still doing it, you know, that he's still on the move and he's still setting people free. That's why we do what we do. You guys hear it throughout the whole song, the whole Raider anthem. You know, the whole nation is bumping it right now and you hear it. You know, started off as sinner, now and saved, only been forgiven by the price that was paid. So let's get it. Right. Absolutely. Again, we're talking with Z right now, the spiritual sniper here on Raider Nation Radio 920. As far as this game goes on Saturday, man, this is a big one. The Raiders haven't been in the playoffs since 2016. Uh, what are you looking for in this game? How excited are you? I'm pumped, man. Let's let's do it. I mean, I'm just I'm just excited. I'm I'm probably at a level ten out of ten. If you want to <laughs> ask me how excited I am, I know the weather's going to be kind of crazy, so. Uh, I'm excited to see how that plays out, but um, I'm, I'm just really excited, really. And, and what, do you think, uh, what do you think the Raiders are going to have to do? How are they going to go to Cincinnati and pick up a W? Like, what, what are some of your keys to the game? Uh, just complimentary football. Everybody's got to play, you know, discipline, you know, do their job. Every, every individual just has to do their job. I think what, what a major key in these games is just not making the big mistake, just hanging the game. Even if it seems like it's, it's even for a while, just hanging the game as long as you can by not making the big mistakes. Uh, these, guys, these guys know how to do it. You know, I, I think that they've shown so much just these last few games. So I know that um, if the game's coming down to the wire, I'm going to start – I'm going to start getting more and more confidence coming to the end because, I mean, Carlson's just clutch. Derek's been clutch. I mean, you look at these throws he's been making in the fourth quarter, the one in Indy. Then you look at the one uh, there against the Chargers right there to Zay Jones on the sideline. Like, I mean, these are plays that uh, these are plays that you make if you're clutch, and so I'm 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 glad our team is clutch like that. I'll tell you, man, you better you better calm down a little bit, man. You sound like you can take my job, you know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you guys do a great job, but I'll tell you, hey Q, listen, man, I, I not, I'm not a fan of Taco Bell, but I heard you guys' conversation earlier, and let me tell you, I just tried it. I just tried it. I, I went against my will. I wasn't gonna put Taco Bell in my body, but I went against my will, and me and Wifey, we went over there. And when I bit into that wing, my life was changed, bro. 
<laughs> Tell him again. Tell him again. Devon, Devon, something happened to me. There was a miracle that took place. I, I, something happened in that wing, man. Oh, don't tell him that. Please say something happened, you. Please don't tell him he that. He said something happened. We were having such a great conversation. <laughs> I was willing to sit this one out. I was feeling inspired. But now I had to jump back in. Oh, no. Z said his life was changed. Y'all hear that, Raider Nation? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right. Well, that that's what's up. Let me ask you this before we're we going to run that track back one more time. What I mean, what inspired you? How long was this in the works? What, how long were you thinking about putting this together? And, and how long did it take to put this together? Well, okay, so um, the, the night the Raiders won, I was driving out. I was about to drive out. We, we watched the game first, and then right after, I drove out uh, to go minister at this event through music, and I had two of my brothers with me. And so right when I got in the car, I tweeted because they had just won, and I tweeted to the Raider Nation. I said, man, this makes me want to write another anthem, which I don't know if you know, Q, but I wrote an anthem in 2016 that blew up like crazy. And so that one was, was big, and so a lot of Raider fans since then have been asking me, do another one. So I just tweeted, just kind of curious, just to check the pulse, and I was like, yo, this makes me want to write another one. And I believe there was like 400 likes on the tweet. The nice. tweet kind of blew up, and then Raider Cody hit me up. He was like, yo, you got to do it. My cousin, her name's Fallon, she's been working with the yeah. Raiders for a while back in, the, in when they were in Oakland. And so finally I just started writing. I was in the car with two of my brothers, and we were just vibing on some creativity and stuff. And it just the whole song just dropped that that same night that they won. I wrote the whole song that night that they won. Nice, I like it. And yeah, Fallon's good people, man. I, I remember she's been covering the Raiders like a glove for a long time. I know she just recently had a baby, and uh, her and her husband are doing really well. So uh, yeah, shout out to when you when you talk to her next time. Tell her that everyone here at Raider Nation Radio uh, says what's up to her. And and, and I, I got to ask you because you mentioned uh, ministry through music. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Tell us what you're doing with that ministry through music because I really do respect that, and I think that's a way to get a lot. Of younger people's attention and get the word of God into their uh, their minds as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if, if everybody's listening, uh, uh, the, the way to get everybody connected is if you just go on YouTube and you type in Kingdom Music, you'll see everything that we're doing. It's, it's global. It's international. And we just go. We're, we're doing music, but really the music is just the tool that we're using to share our testimony and our faith in Christ. And it's just been crazy to see what God has done through through our lives, and um, so yeah, the the faith through music, ministry and music, kingdom music is is what it's called. If you look it up online, you'll find us all over. Nice, nice. And Demond had a question for you. Oh yeah, we just got a text in from Eastside San O. Represent. <laughs> where can I find this hey. anthem? They want to know. What do they want to know? Well, where can they find the anthem? They can find the anthem on uh, YouTube. Right now, it's blowing up on Twitter. Right now, it's blowing up on Facebook. My IG's blowing up. Actually, Charles Woodson liked it. Uh, nice. uh, I don't know if it was actually him, but his Woodson, I think one of his companies liked it. So I don't know if it was him, but then Josh Jacobs liked it on Instagram as well, which was cool. And then um, and then it's on. I'm going to have it up on Spotify, iTunes, and everything like that. It should be up tomorrow. We Everything just happened so quick. So we tried to upload everything to come out this week. So hopefully it's, it's up tomorrow. If not, it'll be up the next day everywhere digitally, which is iTunes, Spotify, everything that we all use. Nice, nice. Well, we like it, and uh, we're definitely going to run it back. Matter of fact, I'm going to have you introduce it, but I, I want to tell you before I let you go, uh, I like what you're doing. I can appreciate what you're doing. I think that there, you're, you're serving a bigger purpose besides just making music, but also, you know, you're sending a, a message, a very positive message. This ain't going to be the last time we talk, man. We're going we're gonna to get together and have some more conversations and promote what you have going on and everything. I want to make sure we keep this relationship alive. Yeah, let's do it, man. I appreciate it, Q, man. And Devon, I appreciate you guys, man. Let's get it. All right, no doubt. Well, before we let you go, go ahead and introduce it to Raider Nation one time. We're going to play it on the way out. Go ahead. Raider Nation Anthem 2022 by your boy Z. Y'all listen close, man. Much love.
Boom. There it is. Yeah. Appreciate you. There he goes. Z, that is the spiritual sniper on Twitter at 408 Z. Got the Raider Nation anthem. Second one. Let's run it. Here we go. Raider Nation Radio 920. Started up in Oakland, now we here. Thought that we was done, we just hit another gear. Look, started off in Oakland, now we here. Now we here. Hey, pull up with the nation in the silver black gear. Look, four games straight, we in the playoffs. Shout out to the Chargers fans, y'all enjoy the layoff. I'm Derek in the clutch, just shrugging all the hate off. Shouldn't have let us in, Raider Nation about to take off. Crosby wreaking havoc, Chaco's out the mad. God saved my life, you know I had to bring my dad. Carlson a savage, ice cold bandit. Raiders don't ask for respect, we demand it. Feel like Bo Jackson, uh, running with a passion. Uh, if it goes to Renfro, then we about to cash it. Uh, Better take your L like a man when we hand it. Yeah. Look, nobody but God could have planned this. We standing. Started off in Oakland, now we here. Now we here. Hey, thought that we was done, we just hit another gear. Look, started off in Oakland, now we here. Now we here. Hey, pull up with the nation in the silver black gear. Look, next team up, Cincinnati. Feel like C. Wood, ain't nobody getting past me. Ain't a team tougher in the league. If you ask me, we coming for the title. All you haters take a backseat. Jacob's getting flashy. Mad Max nasty. Can't forget Yannick, you don't want to see the tag team. We can turn your playoff hopes into a bad dream. Raider Nation ain't a fan base. We a family. Started off a center now safe. Hey, only been forgiven by the price that was paid. Yeah. My father always there when I stray. When I stray. I'm a Christian on a mission from Las Vegas to the Bay. Cause I started off in Oakland, now we here. Hey, uh. thought that we was done, we just hit another gear. Yeah. Started off in Oakland, now we here. Hey, uh. pull up with the nation in the silver black gear. Yeah. There's been a lot of heartache, a lot of hard times, uh, a lot of fight, a lot of grit. Um, but the job's not done, so there's something sick in me that just feels like. This is awesome. This is cool. This is what we do it for. But job's not done. What does it mean to be a Raider? What to you? What does it mean to be a Raider? Man, being a Raider is not just being a football player. It's not about the just the jersey or just the just the helmet. It's about a lifestyle. It's about it's about loyalty. It's about doing whatever you have to do to help your brothers, to help your family. That's what it's all about. It's never putting yourself above the shield. That's what being a Raider is all about. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. Many thanks to Z, Spiritual Sniper, for blessing the show with his Raider anthem that he dropped. It's been blowing up. I'm telling you, when I say so many people tweeted it at me and put it in my DMs and all this other stuff, and it's I felt kind of rude at one point. Because people, no, seriously, because people kept hitting me with it, and they're like, Q, check it out. And I already knew the plan that I was going to have him on the show, and we were going to play it. So I was like, yeah. And they're like, I don't know. I don't know if you've seen this yet. And I was like, yes, I saw it. It's going to be on the show tomorrow. Oh, okay, great. And I know that the, what they were- to snap on somebody? I already seen it. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was just like, because I'm trying to get everything done, and I appreciate everyone looking out. I really do. But I kept saying, like, I, yeah, I got it. I got it. And then I was re- I was getting shorter and shorter because, you know, when you repeat yourself so many times, it gets shorter and shorter. So then I, I sent a couple messages. I was like, yep, yep, nice, thanks. You know, and I, I didn't want to be rude, but I was like, okay, I got it. It's coming up. You think I ain't got Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't the only one. No, was, but it was cool. 
Uh, and, and, and man, I'm telling you, just talking to him, I thought that, that was a really cool conversation. So if you missed that conversation we had uh, with Z, the spiritual sniper on Twitter at 408Z, I've already had a bunch of people tweeting at me like, hey, man, who was that? And, and where can we get that song and everything? So uh, obviously Raider Nation really appreciated that. Uh, yeah, you can always go back and listen to the full show of Unnecessary Roughness. We podcast it every single day. Anywhere you can find your favorite podcast, it's there. Also, you can check out lvsportsnetwork.com. Uh, let's go out to the phone line and get a very patient Passionate Raider, what's on your mind, my man? What's up, Q? How you feeling tonight, man? I'm blessed. How you doing? Yeah, man, that's me too, man. Hey, oh, boy, that was just on, man. That was kind of like, you know, my, my life about six, seven years ago. You know, you fall off and, you know, God did big, big miraculous things in my life, man. You know, you know, I was just out there and that's really the first time in six, seven years I've been in an environment where alcohol was pushed like that. And no, no sweat, man. God took that addiction, took that from me. Didn't have no temptation. People were offering to buy me beers all weekend, man. So, and that song is fire, man. I love it. That's my new. That's gonna be the new pregame amp up for Saturday. But <laughs> nice. You, my biggest thing, man. And it was great bumping into you. I know it was a time fast. It was real fast. You had to get in and get up there to get your, uh, get up there and get on the mic with the mind or whatnot. But it was glad bumping into you, man. Yeah. Um, my my biggest thing this weekend, man, is going to be this ball security in this cold weather, man. Yeah. We need to hold this ball security because the nation really needs to be giving Brandon Parker a lot of love because he saved our season, I believe, because yep. Bosa knocked that ball loose, and he jumped in, and that, I see that Charger guy was on that ball, and somehow Parker came up bothering with that ball, man. So we need that ball security this weekend. I'm not expecting much in the passing game, man. I'm, I'm looking I'm looking to see a little short in and outs to help make up with the run. But if Jacobs can put up at least 110 and we can have those DBs, those DBs stay back and keep those guys under, under cool because they're going to get off. But we're going to have to stop one Cincinnati. We're going to have to make them one-dimensional. And if we can make them one-dimensional, I want to shut the pass down because Burrow can get, Burrow can get got because these guys, we're going to eat. There's, there's no stopping that. But if we can stop that pass, I think we can beat the Bengals with just limit them to the run, man. Let's go, man. Great great show tonight, man. That song really amped me up. It's really good to hear God working the people's life through the nation, man, because we got Max here. We got Derek here. You know, we got, a, we got, a, we got a, a, uh, AJ, AJ Wright. We got um, Foster Moreau. We got a locker room full of God soldiers right now, man. And I know that's why it's keeping this team sane through everything we've been through this year is the power of God in that locker room and the faith that these players have. You can't tell me no difference because I felt this power and I know what it's about, man. Have a blessed night. Love you all, Raider Nation. Stay safe. Get ready. We down to one more day and we go to take it in the jungle. Let's go, <laughs> There he goes, passionate Raider. Thank you for the call. Great stuff, man. And it was great uh, running into you. And I, I did. I had to hurry up and hustle up and get up to uh, the Coors Light Landing where I do the uh, pregame show from. But uh, yeah, it was great to see you uh, hanging out with uh, with my got my guy Raider Reggie, taking a picture with you guys and everything. Man, thought that that was really cool. Uh, and and glad you had a great time out here in Las Vegas. And, and yeah, man. I mean. You can, you can have any kind of temptations that you want and uh you know you've got to you've got to be able to be able to say no if if you know that's the case and you did and so uh you know great job with that uh definitely appreciate you sharing your story as well and that ball security you mentioned Brandon Parker that was a guy that I have failed to talk about at all this week and a lot of times Brandon Parker gets talked about and usually it's pretty negative because he's just not that great at the right tackle position but you're right if he doesn't fall on that ball 
it's a different ball game. You're talking about a complete different ball game. That was spotting the the Chargers at least a field goal if they had come up with that fumble. And I'll tell you this, I was so confused by what happened because originally I thought the DC fumbled it and I thought the Chargers got it. So I tweeted out something about DC fumbled, especially the his reaction, the way he pulled his his chin strap down and he was you could tell how angry he was. So I thought and I think I tweeted something out about him fumbling the ball, looks like it's Chargers ball. And then when I saw AJ Cole go out there to punt, I said, okay, I guess they're calling that an incomplete pass. And I thought, I don't know how that happened. So I I tweeted that out and then realized that it was Brandon Parker who actually fell on it. And it was just a weird turn of events where I just didn't, from the angle that we're at in the press box, I just didn't see it. I uh, had a different seat this time in the press box. And so, uh, yeah, it just, it, it just, I didn't see exactly everything that happened, but you got to give Brandon Parker a lot of, a lot of credit, man. If he doesn't fall on that ball, we might not be talking about a Raiders game today or talking about on Saturday. Also, because what passionate Raiders said about ball security, it made me want to go find a tweet. Cause I remember it from the chiefs game, that first fumble from Josh Jacobs, yeah. Tim Brown, he tweeted out notes to all the running backs and receivers. It's impossible to fill the ball. If you have gloves and long sleeve shirt on just a tip from your uncle Tim. Yeah. And it's just, and it's yep. one of those things where everybody's got to have that ball security. And I know it's going to be cold out there. It sure is. But it's just like, Hey, I don't know if Tim Brown say, don't wear sleeves, maybe go sleeveless this game. I mean, you really might have to, you really got to do just toughen it up for like what those three hours, whatever you have to do to secure that rock. Like passionate Raider said, that's going to be a big key because what I've been saying is I think that these two teams are very evenly Matched, you know, I mean, and again, it's going to come down to who's going to make the least amount of mistakes. Turning the ball over is a huge mistake. So passionate Raider, I think you hit it out out the park, man. That's a great, great point. Somebody is going to have to secure that rock. Derek's going to have to secure that rock. Josh is going to have to secure it. Wide receivers, tight ends, whoever it is, are going to have to secure the ball. And that goes for both teams. This could be a day that Unique Ngakwe eats. He might be able to get, because look, Make no mistake about it. Joe Burrow's been sacked a whole lot of times. 51 times to be exact. That was a franchise record. More than anybody in the league this year. Exactly. And Gakwe has a nice knack for having strip sacks. If you can get one or two of those, that goes back to the point we had earlier from Raider Reggie when he said, you know, get two turnovers. You, it don't have to be interceptions. They could be strip sacks as well. Good point, Passionate Raider. Thank you for that. 3.57 is the time. We'll come back. We'll kick off hour number three of the show. That's right. We ain't done yet. What did Marcus Peters said? We ain't done yet. I said we ain't done yet. That's right. We got another hour, one hour long, one hour strong. We're going to kick things off with, well, some more of your calls and texts. So hit us up right now, 702-365-9200, 69187, keyword R&R. This is Unnecessary Roughness on Radio Nation Radio 920.